Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Julius Baer's Moving Markets podcast. It's Monday, the 29th of January, and my name is Lucia Chachulovic. On today's show, I'll be talking about the latest market news with Mike Rauber, and then I'll be speaking to Menzo Pocinzi, our head of technical analysis, about his latest thoughts on the markets. But first up is Mike. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Lucia. So the earnings season is in full swing now. We had some notable companies reporting last week with the luxury goods maker LVMH rising 12% on Friday. Could you please tell us more about the earnings season? So I think that LVMH is a good example of the ongoing earnings season in that following a surprisingly positive earnings report, its share price moved up a lot. Uh, A similar price reaction could also be observed last week in Netflix, SAP and the Dutch semiconductor company ASML. And but of course, on the flip side, disappointments from Intel and Tesla saw their share prices drop sharply following the, their earnings releases. So it is really an eventful earnings season, one can say. Okay. And I see that global equities had a good week overall, with most major indices higher. Interestingly, the S&P 500 underperformed by only rising 1% despite reaching a new all-time high, while the Eurostox 50 skyrocketed 4%. What can you tell us about these moves? So for the Eurozone, I already mentioned some of the positive earnings surprises. And also, despite ECB President Christine Lagarde reservations at last week's press conference, investors are betting on a rate cut uh, in April already. And just over the weekend, ECB policymaker François Willroy de Gaulois fueled interest rates cut speculations by noting that an interest rate cut could happen at any of the next ECB meetings. And there was a relative underperformance of the US, right? Absolutely. Uh, Intel and Tesla's results weighed on the indices, but also the strong set of US growth numbers and at the same time softening inflation pushed out expectations of when the Fed will start cutting rates. Uh, But uh, Lucia, look, taking a step back, last week was all about waiting for this week, which could be pivotal for markets. For one, the Fed announces its interest rate decision on Wednesday, no rate cut expected, and so all will hinge on the Fed's communication. And it will also be a big week for the Magnificent Seven, with Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, and Meta all reporting results. Now, they make up more than 20% of the S&P 500, And so their results are likely to shape the tone in U.S. markets. Okay, and now over here in Switzerland, the benchmark SMI rose 2% last week, also showing some strength, right? Absolutely. So the gain came largely on Friday on the back of Lonza's impressive earnings that saw the stock rise more than 13% and Richemont's boost from LVMH results. But uh, keep an eye on Holzim today. Over the weekend, the world's largest cement maker said it plans to spin off its North American business next year by listing it in the U.S. market, aiming for a valuation north of $30 billion. All right. And now moving on to Asia. The big news there last week was the surprise cut in the reserve requirement ratio for Chinese banks midweek that led to a 4% gain in the Hang Seng Index. Is there anything new to report on this development? So in terms of market development, Hong Kong, uh, the Hang Seng Index is up a little less than a percent, while mainland China shares are about down half a percent. 
Uh, in the latest news, China's mainland securities regulator said it will halt the lending of certain shares for short selling, and a court in Hong Kong ordered the liquidation of China Evergrande Group, once the country's largest developer. But you know, Lucia, for Chinese stocks to sustainably rebound, our analysts stress the need for improved economic indicators. So there's a lot of focus on the purchasing managers indices to be released on Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. And I guess the China-US trade tensions are also important to watch when it comes to Chinese equities. Absolutely. And in fact, according to reports, the Biden administration will soon announce billions of dollars in new subsidies under the Inflation Reduction Act to chip makers, including Intel and Taiwan semiconductor manufacturing, in an effort to reshore semiconductor production. Okay. And tensions in the Middle East are also in the headlines this morning, with the first U.S. troops killed in the region since the start of the Israel-Hamas war. Yes, so this adds really to the geopolitical uncertainty as pressure mounts on President Biden to confront Iranian-backed militants. Now, oil rallied in Asia, but now I see Brent uh, oil up just less than 1% and it is below $84 a barrel. There's also no big reaction in gold. Uh, which is just above $2,000, although it too probably is awaiting the Fed communication uh, this week. Okay, and what else can investors expect for this week? Now, I mentioned already the earnings of the big US tech companies, but Europe also has its fair share with Novartis, Novo Nordisk, Shell, ABB, Deutsche Bank and Roche, just to name a few. And on the economic front, besides the U.S. Central Bank on Wednesday, the spotlight in the U.S. will be on the January jobs report on Friday. Now, in Europe, investors will watch the Bank of England meeting, as well as economic signals from Eurozone growth and inflation reports. And in Latin America, Brazil's central bank is likely to lower rates on Thursday. So as you can see, Lucia, I guess this week that there will be many reports moving markets. Yeah, I can see that. Great. Thank you very much, Mike, for this comprehensive overview. Thank you, Lutia. Now, Menzo, welcome to the podcast and good morning to you. Good morning, Lutia. So it's almost the end of January. Is there anything we can learn from the first month of the year? Yes. Uh, I mean, usually January uh, can set the tone for the year. So uh, as we look at January returns, we can see that equities are moving higher, especially in the U.S., led by U.S. growth stocks. So probably this is a good sign for risk appetite. So this means that investors start on a strong footing. And historically, a positive January has led to a lot better returns for the rest of the year than a negative uh, January return. So uh, we remain here constructive for equities, especially U.S. Uh, growth stocks. Okay, and as we've heard from Mike, all eyes are on the Fed meeting this week. Do you think this will have an impact on yield levels? And where do you see U.S. Treasury yields going from here? Oh, yes. I mean, uh, uh, probably one of the most important charts investors should look at are U.S. interest rates because they set basically the level or the price of the risk-free asset. So everything looks at that and everything is priced of that. So when we look from a technical side at U.S. interest rates, we remain quite constructive for lower yields. One aspect I can bring to your attention here is the five-year U.S. Treasury yield, which last week signaled a death cross. I will not go into the details, but it basically means it's a long-term bearish signal for interest rates. Um, 
A bit more interesting is what is its implication for equities. So if we look back since 1963 in a death cross mode, so meaning in long-term declining interest rates environment, the S&P on average has seen analyzed gains of 14%. And this is in stark contrast to rising yield environment where the S&P has risen only 1% on an annualized basis. So from a technical point of view, we think still that the path of least resistance is lower interest rates, higher equities. Very interesting. Now, moving on to commodities, oil posted a weekly gain for the fourth time last week. Where do you see oil prices going from here? Uh, we still think that oil prices are headed lower. So when we look here at the longer term charts, we still see a long term downtrend. And basically what oil is doing here is probably testing some short term resistance. So these are the highs of early December. When we look a bit further, uh, oil stocks remain weak. In contrast, high yield bonds continue to outperform. So our recommendation is stay away from oil, stay away from oil and gas stocks but still remain invested in U.S. high-yield bonds. Great. Thank you very much for being with us this morning, Mensor. Thank you, Lucia. So that is all for today. Thanks again to my guests and thank you all for tuning in. Please join us again tomorrow when my colleague Bernadette Anderko will be back and talking to more of our colleagues about what is moving markets. Have a great start to the new week, everyone, and bye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Bear experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. Search for Beyond Markets on your favourite podcast player.